0: there it is there's yeah, the round circle right, i was talking right. about it's the pause circle oh that's what i was looking for i'm like isn't there supposed to be a pause circle hey you take a couple of days off and look what if happens you gotta answer the phone you pause it i'm serious yeah. pause it yeah. talk and okay. then when you're done right and well yeah. you know for you know we're very open about what we talk about maybe on the podcast maybe i should just answer the phone you know
1: <laughs> you're right right
0: we had your aunt on right, and right? That's, and true. that's true that's true i wish uh, did we have her on speaker yeah we did right I don't think, if they I think hear she her. was on
1: speaker, but she, she speaks very, so softly. How's she yeah. doing?
0: Is she okay?
1: Yeah, we went to uh, <laughs> we went. We had a great time. Yeah. We well,
0: might, let's do might, a let's do a countdown. Do and a we'll countdown. hear about Antonia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay? All right. All right. Ready? Yeah. Five, four, three, two,
1: one. Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Jersey Alchemist. I'm your host. Dr. John Gerard Gallucci.
0: And I'm Philip D'Angelo. Nice. So, nice. It feels good to be uh, back on film again, John, right? We took yeah. a little hiatus. Yeah. But uh feels good, even though I forgot where everything is, you yeah, know? Yeah,
1: Phil went to some island. He got on some
0: jet. It was yeah, called yeah. some kind of express.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: The only island, <laughs> the only island I've been Etch, to is... Epstein Island or yeah, little, yeah. right? The only island I've been to is either Staten or Long. Yeah. That was it. Right. That's the only islands I've been to. But, uh, yeah, I did some traveling, and I'll tell you what, airports, you know, you may, may make fun of Newark Airport, all right? Everybody says, oh, the planes are delayed, oh, the turnpike. But Let me tell you, the food, like, I'm a food guy, that's obvious, but, I mean, the food at these places is amazing. What at the we airports? have in Newark, yeah, and I was down in Atlanta. Atlanta, the food was horrible in the airport, in the airport. New Orleans was okay. Orlando's okay, but Newark, you come back, it's like one big food court with some oh, planes taking You're off. talking about the sit-down restaurants. Yeah. Th- yeah. Listen, we all have to get there two hours early, yeah. at minimum. Yeah. In, and, you know, so you want to be comfortable. Yeah. You know, you don't want to eat real quick you and think, then go think there. think that's
1: part of the business plan and the shtick? Tell, tell you. people they got to get there two or three hours early, and then you're forced to sit down, knock off a couple beers, have... You know, have a steak, have a couple of Wahlberg hamburgers that oh, really yeah. are no better than anybody else's. Yeah. And you're spending tons of
0: money. Have you been to Atlanta's airport? I believe no, it's. Not Atlanta. A top mm. two busiest airport in the United States. All right, it's got five terminals. And the security check, it was a 45 minute. I mean, they do a great job. It's just a mass of people. You feel like you're at Disneyland. You feel like you're a you know, when you go up and yeah, back yeah. and yeah, back yeah, and yeah. up and back. Right. So they keep you moving that way, you know, and they have the dogs there. I'll tell you, it's intimidating, the yeah, dogs, you know. Well. But I don't care how long security takes because I don't want some mutt, some guy who's a lunatic, you know, doing something that's going to hurt people. Of course. Yeah. You know. And it just seems like today with all these shootings and all this craziness going on, it's like these people, they want to take people out, but they don't care if they die. No, so I, don't I don't care. I care if I die. Right. As yeah. tough as life is, I want as many days on the planet as I can get. Yeah. No, that's you understandable. Know. I totally. Yeah.
1: yeah. I. You know. So. I. I. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> I. I understand that for sure. Um, Have you had any uh, out, airport experiences? I just, I just can't. You know. I. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that. Somebody did something good to Newark Airport. You know. I mean. I always seem to fly out of Terminal C just because of my my typical jaunt over the last you know six years was Newark to Logan, Boston, Newark okay. to Boston, Newark to Boston because my daughter,
0: quick flight, was right? It,
1: yeah, sometimes it was a forty-five minute flight, oh, I guess nice. depending on you know the the tailwind or whatnot. But yeah. and that yeah, there was never a problem with the flights. It was always uh, Newark Airport was completely discombobulated here and let me say it was it was a shithole terminal c of newark airport for the longest time was a decrepit shithole was now by, by the time i took my last flight out of there they were preparing to remodel it so that's got to be about a year well i didn't fly after the beginning of the pandemic then, then I said, you know what, I'm not putting myself into a steel tube with wheels and engines and wings. Because I know that the short hop trips, they might go, uh, you know, EWR, you know, Newark Liberty Airport to Logan in Boston, eight times, back and forth, back and forth in one day. Do they ever flush the air? no. It's the same air with a couple of thousand people coughing and hacking and sneezing from Newark to Boston and back. Why yeah. am I going to do that? Why do I want to go and, and breathe in? And, and before the pandemic, the people I work with, one woman used to go to Dallas to see her son who was in college there. And she would come back in two or three days. She's hacking and sneezing and, you know, blowing her nose. And I'd say, oh, you went to Dallas. She goes, son of a bitch. Yep, yeah. every time I fly yeah, because airplanes are virus traps. They are. Whether you want to believe that or not, they are. That's all there is to it.
0: Aren't they supposed to have some tremendous filtration system? That's all bullshit. How many times do you sit there in a plane and you're smelling jet
1: fuel? All yeah. the time. Yeah. All the time. It's like, well, if I can smell the jet fuel, what else is coming through this this super, super duper, pooper, scooper filtration system? Yeah. I think it's all bullshit. Got to ask
0: our friend Drew, mm. who's a pilot. I was. Uh, I can't believe how noisy the the planes are. I mean that yeah. motor when it's when it's taking off. I'm like you know yeah. like so if we don't hear the noise that means uh oh something conked out. Well you know you what know? I was like, told
1: years ago. Yeah. It depends on where your seat is. If you're sitting, let's say this particular jet you're on has yeah. got an engine in the back. Okay. One in the center, like up up above the. the tail section or if it's got you know one on each wing if you're right next to that engine you're getting the full vibration and the full volume of of that energy and it's kind of deafening if you're all the way in the front or somewhere else it's not so bad
0: have you ever had a bad flight John?
1: oh my god oh shit have you ever missed an approach missing an approach scared the fuck out of me
0: what do you mean? What do you do? Come
1: down, then go back up? Well, out? you know, we, we were, um, my ex-wife and I were traveling to Florida to see her mom. Okay. This has got to be about, I don't know, 15 years ago or so. And we went from, I think, Newark to one of the Carolinas and then down to Florida. And... Um, So we were on our approach to land in Carolina, North, South. I can't remember. Who knows? Who cares? Right? And I started to realize that you know, I'm looking at the rooftops. I'm looking at the pine trees rushing by, and I'm looking at, and here comes the tarmac, just like it should be always, right? Okay. And now the tarmac is getting closer and closer, and I'm thinking, okay, in, in about 20 or 30 seconds. Or less, we're going to be like, eat, eat, you know, touching mm-hmm. down, and the wheels are going to be skidding. Then I realized we're still barreling; we're doing 200 miles an hour, right? And the wow. plane and the plane was still parallel with the tarmac. Parallel. It wasn't like you know how it usually mm-hmm. feels, like the front end might be up a little or something, so the wheels hit first. None of that. And and I elbowed my wife, and I says. I said, we're not gonna make this landing. She goes, what do you mean? I said, we're fucking going way too fast. We're gonna go off the end of the runway. All of a sudden we hear, yeah, we're gonna try this one again. Please, everybody, just wow. have some patience. I don't know whether he was training a new pilot or whether he was. Wow. Maybe he was texting. This is before texting. He maybe maybe he, the maybe the head stewardess was in the front seat with him. He might have been two martinis in. You know, two martinis he, in. He, he missed or two stewardesses in. I don't wow. know. So, um, so what happened? I'm he being a jerk. So he he guns it he guns it and we go flying down the runway never touched never touched the ground and now i would imagine i'm not a pilot now he's got the issue of he's already he's been off the ground and how does he get the nose up without having to tail touch and cuz i i read up on it after that and wow. i was like holy fuck we were close we were close to you know Soon not making dead. it And it took until way, way, way beyond the runway to kind of, you know, gain altitude where we could. And then, and then because we broke the pattern, which made me so, it made me so nauseated. Now we're doing a figure of fucking eight for a half an hour. Figure eight. Bang to the left. Come around. Bang to the right. For a half an hour until they were able to fit us in.
0: Guy's out for a joyride.
1: Guy's out for a joyride. Oh my God! Right, I tell you what, uh, man, uh, that experience That's put me beyond. Yeah.
0: So did he? The next approach, he landed.
1: The next approach. Did everybody started clapping. Somebody landed.
0: <laughs> so let me tell you my story. No, nobody clapped. It wasn't like that. When we landed, you could hear a pin drop. People were scared. So we used to fly, my ex, the two kids, all the time. Florida here. I've, fl- I've flown to Rio de Janeiro. That was a long trip. So a basic Florida to Jersey flight. Went to see my parents. We're coming back. The skies are beautiful. A great day. It was a great week. And we're load- boarding the plane. And the stewardess is like, okay, let's go. Sit down. Everybody's got it." like, they're really pushing us to rush. And I'm like, that's weird. Every plane I've been in, nobody's ever... Like, they want you to keep moving, but they were really stressing. Come on. You got to sit down. You got to do this. You got to go. Right. I'm like, wow, this is really odd, right? So we take off, and then the guy comes on. He goes, yeah, we're going to hit a little turbulence. It uh, seems like we've caught a bit of a storm. He goes, but we're just going to ride through it, and uh, we'll talk to you when we arrive in Newark or whatever. Let me tell you something. We hit the storm of all storms. That plane... Was getting thrown around. Triple drops, mm-hmm. like the yeah. whole way. One, yeah. two, right. three. Right. Okay. Now I'm not. This is no exaggeration yeah. because I did not fly for 22 years after this flight. Oh my god. All right. Yeah. Until my boss made me get on a plane. Wow. And I said okay, and I was white knuckling that the whole time. So triple drops. The stewardesses. Everybody's belted in. The the lunch trays. The plates this whatever they God use coming out it's yeah. crashing everywhere oh, 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 of course there's a, a guy an old man in the back saying we're gonna die <laughs> all right so i'm like wow this is <laughs> and really, that helps yeah that helps. like stay calm old timer you
1: didn't know
0: yeah now you do <laughs> now so yeah. it's all yeah. gonna be okay so that <laughs> happening now i would say now my ex flew since she was a kid uh, five flights a year since she, her father did international traveling. He was a pilot? Uh, no, he sold uh, uh, parts for airplane dashboards. He, he was a small engine pilot, you know, the small plane oh, So pile. she wasn't a stewardess. No, 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 no. But she wanted to start that career until she met moi. <laughs> right? And you just <laughs> held just her just back. Held her back, right? <laughs> so, so we're crashing. So the, I would say 80 to 85% of the plane. He's got their bag out, and everybody's barfing, oh, including no, her. So geez. everybody's puking, right? right? She sat with my daughter. I had my son there, you know. And I, w- I, was, I made believe I was reading a book because I like to read on the planes, <laughs> right? I didn't turn that page one time. I was, like, just literally holding it. And my son's like, Dad, we're going to be on I mean, Yeah, everything's going to be fine, son. And I am just making believe I'm reading, yeah, you know, right, embarrassed right. to say. By the time we got there, I landed, okay? The ambulance was waiting for us. All right, wow. because yeah, oh, some lady. You made the runway.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Some ambulance was waiting for us. Mm-hmm. Some lady flat out passed out. Yeah. And can I tell you something? And I am guilty of this as well. Everybody, she was in the across the hallway of the aisle. Everybody stepped over. Everybody <laughs> to get off the plane. To get off the plane. I think. <laughs> I think my. <laughs> I think my right foot might have dragged a little. I think I oh might have given God. it a kick too. I'm just telling you, it that's how bad it was. Wow. So we get off that plane. There are people crying. I mean, it was really bad, right? Yeah, you right. saw the trays. The, it was a that's, mess, a that's, disaster.
1: That's, that's
0: Yeah, that's we dumb. We had a car waiting for us, okay? Nobody, my ex, my two kids, not one, nobody said a word. Right. I swear to God, we didn't talk for two days. We were all in the house. We did not say a word. We were just stunned. Oh, this was the
1: landing in Newark, you were yeah, home Yeah,
0: yeah. Wow. From Florida to Newark, a trip we must have made a hundred times. And it was really bad. And it took me twenty two years and the, the threat of losing my job to get me back on a plane again. Well I'll tell you what, there was there was a, a
1: flight from from um, Newark to Logan. And maybe my daughter was a sophomore in, in college. Maybe that was two thousand and I don't know, sixteen or seventeen. Uh, you know, the flight was fine. flight was good. It was a 55-minute flight from Newark to Logan. And all of a sudden, I'm looking at the airport, you know, out the window. Because if I have a window seat, I'm like a dog in a car. I can't help but, you know, look at the terrain. Yeah. And um, and all of a sudden, the pilot says, Oh, we're we'll in <laughs> <laughs> Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs> we're on our descent. A little turbulent. So, now know you hear among, amongst the mumbo, bullshit, jumbo, are a couple of key words to keep your ass kind of alert, you you know? And all of a sudden, I don't know whether we hit, and I'm no pilot, right? Not even close, but I don't know whether we hit a pre um, runway rotor, or just horrible turbulence, or or pockets of high and low pressure. I swear to you, what we hit, you must have hit continually to cause all of that melee because... The, the, the plane, we were like, I don't know, a couple hundred feet, you know, from the from the concrete. Yeah. You know, that's pretty close. And all of a sudden, we went from a couple hundred feet to like 75 feet. Like, wham! And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the plane starts going like this. Whoa. Left, you know, yeah, right yeah, wing yeah, down, yeah. left wing down. All, and then we're up and we're down. And then it's bang, bang, bang. And, it's, and we haven't even touched the ground yet. Holy shit. I just thought, okay, if we're going to die... It's gonna happen real soon, because we're like you know we don't have three thousand feet to fall oh. or ten thousand feet. We're right there. We're like a hundred feet off the concrete. So if we're gonna hit, it's gonna happen immediately. It doesn't matter. It'll be over before anybody ha- has anything to say. Ever right. the
0: optimist, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. That'd be quick.
1: Yeah, it, it it was tough, and it's it's I never threw up on a flight, but that one where we missed the approach. I came close, but I have a funny story. My brother, you know, used to get a little nervous before he, he flew, and um, he told me this story while he and I were getting on to the same TWA route from JFK to Paris, the same, the same exact flight that got shot out of the sky by a U.S. Navy missile. And I think we mentioned this on, a, on, a, on another program, uh, the French French military, French Navy actually, you know, uh, ratted on the U.S. Navy that, you remember, I can't remember the name of the flight, but it was a fully loaded TWA, I think it was a 747, TWA. and, and it, it went up, it was barely over the ocean, over the coast of Long Island, and the U.S. Navy fucking nailed it and took it down and, and killed everybody. Of course, it would, they weren't trying to shoot the plane down. But then, you know, the uh, whoever the people are that are charged with investigating crashes came up with some cockamamie bullshit story about uh, an oxygen line broke, and it, yeah. and it leaked, and it caused a flash explosion, and it blew out the side of the plane. No, the U.S. Navy shot it down. So my brother and I are talking about this, and then he starts to laugh, and you knew him well. Oh, yeah. And, and he, he told me that he was on a flight going somewhere, and they were halfway, I don't know whether they were halfway to Europe over the Atlantic Ocean or something like that, and he started to not feel good because there was turbulence, he had a couple drinks and all that crap, mm. and he couldn't find, he couldn't find the barf bag fast <laughs> enough and the girl sitting in the seat next to him had gotten up and used to use the, the ladies' room. So while she's in the bathroom, he throws up all over her seat. <laughs> he empties his stomach. <sighs> all over her Disgusting. seat. And what do you think he does? He asks the stewardess for a blanket. He gets the blanket. He puts, he tucks it and he puts it over the puke on her seat. She comes back. He pretends like he was asleep, and she just went oh, <laughs>
0: God. right in the Oh, oh my God. <laughs> he was a quick thinker, though, right? Wow, that
1: is crazy. He, I, he said, I, I thought they would, like, call the police and throw me off the plane. I says, you're over the Atlantic Ocean. Ocean they How are they going to throw you off the plane? Oh, arrest you in Paris?
0: That is too Yeah, right? Are uh, you, deep. you can, uh, right, right with that, that accent. Right.
1: Right. Uh, you the one? Huh? <laughs> you so I see it on your chin. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: you're cracking me up. So uh, we were coming back from New Orleans on a business trip. We had a six-hour delay. Oh shit. All right. So ah! we're, so of course we keep going back to the guy at the booth. And God bless him. In New Orleans, the people are so nice. That southern hospitality. Well a part of your plane fell off during the landing oh, okay boy. Yeah, I've heard and that we're before. waiting yeah. for another part to come they're right. working on it right oh, yeah. now Which, you, were you still in the plane no 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 thank oh, god We were not on. in yet and i'll tell you what you really don't want to hear it, right no so but in new orleans his you know they just had like a makeshift you know desk where he was before you went on the uh, down the, the gate and he goes that's your plane right there I said, oh, that's our plane? Let me tell you something. I said, would they fly it in World War II? This plane looked so beat up. So old. And so old. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? All the money these airlines make, and you can't get an updated plane? Thank God they couldn't get the part. And that plane, they They garaged it for uh, some other bunch of suckers. And then they brought another one in after six-hour delay. But if you could see the plane. Because in, in New Orleans, you could see that they're right behind it. Right. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know? Right. It's like they're literally old taxis with wings. That's I, what they, they are. are. It is amazing to me the force of what you take off and land. Yeah. How those planes don't just fall apart. Well, I'll tell you what. Do you remember when
1: a, uh, an engine fell off a plane? I don't know it was over the Gulf of Mexico, maybe. Or there was a plane that went down just not far from my ex's house where she grew up in Queens you know either either coming in or taking off from JFK but the engine the engine came off the plane and the plane you know flipped and boom everybody died and in the wake of that no pun intended um, I read articles about the 747 SR version of a 747 and SR meant short run so some planes were actually manufactured uh, or sold marketed to the the airlines as this is a 747 transatlantic transpacific southeast asia blah 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 bullshit bullshit and somewhere 747 sr short runs and apparently apparently there was more stress and strain on the girders of the engine couplings and the wing girders if the 747 was an SR, because they had many, many more landings and takeoffs, or in terms of, of uh, Desert Storm sorties, mm-hmm. you know, they were go- always going up and always coming down, always going up, always coming mm-hmm. down, yeah. it puts much more strain on the, the fuselage, the wings, all of those things, as opposed to going up, and you're up there kind of flying for whatever six or seven hours and wow. then you come down wow. so the short runs were having problems and i can remember doing a jersey to florida thing and you know we're waiting you know we're looking on you know, that we hear overhead your flight's been delayed it's been delayed 20 minutes then then it was 20 minutes to an hour then it was two fucking hours and then it was like wait what's going on so it took me this guy to go up to the girl at the desk all right Fess up. What's going on? What's wrong with the plane? Because that's it's right. That's what's hilarious. wrong? Because it's that's got to be what's wrong with the plane. So she made the announcement after that. I'm having nothing to do with my query. And she says, well, you know, they, they found a part that has to be changed. And everybody rushed the desk and said, change the plane. We're not getting on the plane.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, it took another hour, but they had to get another plane.
0: Oh, that's the way to do it. I flew to Rio de Janeiro one year with my ex, and that's like a 14-hour flight, some crazy number, and we made the flight at night, and literally, there might have been six people on the plane, so we literally stretched out, mm-hmm. I slept the whole plane, you would have thought I was in my living room, yeah. it was smooth, you know, we're going over the ocean, we're traveling, you know. Did you go up first class? Uh, not nah, <laughs> uh, Nobody was sitting Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, I just stretched out. And uh, it was the smoothest flight. Flight. Let's face it. Flying is the safest way to travel. The amount of planes that go up and yep, down right. every friggin' day yep. is the safest way. It's just, are you, are you that person that's going to hit that bad luck lottery? Uh, and that's all it is. If your plane goes down, you you got to well, I guess I yeah. I just won that lottery. Where's my ticket? Let me cash it in because. I, there are so many planes every day, so many airports. Right, and it's a right, shit way just, to go. You
1: just, I have a story for everything. Okay, peeps, I want you to all listen to this story. It has to do with. Phil said bad luck to get that plane that goes down. Then yeah. you're, that's it. Well, okay, maybe fate and destiny. And I always say it's real. I don't have any doubt that fate and destiny is real. Listen to the story, people. This happened to a very dear friend of mine and it still blows my fucking mind so a long time ago back around 1992 I was at the University of Pennsylvania and I was a visiting surgery resident on the liver transplant pancreas transplant service liver pancreas uh, kidney transplant service and uh, and i became good friends with a uh, contemporary meaning we were both second year residents and the guy was a genius you know I, I don't know about what went on in the or because two second year residents never really got the scrub with each other but he was a, he was the sweetest one of the sweetest people i've ever met and he was a genius at that time, neither of us knew that we would both end up pediatric surgeons, okay? I can't name his name, but I, I mean, I could, but I, I just won't out of respect. So one night after, you know, working our asses off, it was 3 o'clock in the morning, and and Penn has, outside the building, or at least they did back in 92, a whole line of food trucks. It was the Middle Eastern truck. It was a couple of the Greek, you know, Uh, submarine sandwich hoagie trucks, but anything you had to eat off those trucks was mind-blowingly fabulous, you know, and of course the blue and white Greek paper coffee cups, I mean we used to load up at 3 o'clock in the morning because we had nothing all day because we were working our asses off so one night we were talking about airports and and air travel and this and that and he uh, he said to me yeah, he goes, "Remember that plane that that split in half after it it went off the runway at LaGuardia?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, "I was on that plane." I'm getting goosebumps. I'm getting what? goosebumps. What? Right? I'm getting goosebumps telling this story. I said, "You you were on that plane? Are you you kidding me?" He goes, "No." He goes, "The plane broke in half." Just a few feet in front of my seat, he goes, and there were people who died instantly. He goes, and I found myself under the water, struggling to 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 know which side was up and which side was down. He says, and then I I surfaced. He goes, and I, he goes, I, he goes, there were bodies all around me. What? He goes, but I survived, and I said, you're not kidding. He goes, no sir. He goes, I was on that plane, and I that gobsmacked me that he was on that plane and the plane fuselage cracked in half just a few seats in front of him for all of the plane traveling we've done or you guys have done can you imagine right so years go by he ends up you know whatever med school surgery resident now he's sitting and talking to me and then after my time there at UPenn which I really, really had a great time. I loved them and they loved me. I was offered the transplant fellowship, which I didn't turn down because I didn't want to burn any bridges, but transplant just really wasn't like, I loved it as a resident, but don't ask me to do that for a living. Sorry. He ends up becoming a pediatric surgeon and wow, Shazam, so do I. And we stayed in touch through the years, you know, and then when social media came up, you know, we, we did the social media thing. I'd see him at, you know, a conference here or there. It was always a great reunion. What an amazing individual. Then he finds himself going from the area around New Orleans to another position uh, in Chicago. And by this time in life, he was married, and I think he had a couple of kids, and they went They went to the beach and I should say that one of the things he said to me while we were talking, when we were second year residents, when he told me about this horrific plane crash at LaGuardia, he said that while he was under the water, the thought came through his head, I guess this is how I die. I'm going to drown. He says, but it didn't happen because it almost happened fast forward the story that's the key part I forgot sorry fast forward the story he goes to the beach is it Lake Michigan that's there I mean I've been there many times and I think it's Lake Michigan that's right on the shore of Chicago and there are beaches there and he's at the beach with his wife and his kids and two teens are apparently drowning in the water, and that you know, those lakes are, they might as well be oceans, that's mm-hmm. how big they are. It's not like the lake where you grew up. He jumps in, he jumps in to save the kids. He saved those two kids' lives, and he drowned. Oh my God. And he drowned, wow. and when I heard that, one of my surgery residents at the time, she goes, do you by any chance know so-and-so and I went, oh, yeah, wow, how do you know him? What a great guy. Oh, I rotated with him. I did lab work with him. Yeah, what a great guy. Wow. Yeah, how, oh, there's an. She goes, yeah. She goes, how sad. I went, what? She goes, he passed away. He drowned, saving two kids in Lake Michigan. And I was like, holy shit. Even to remember the story now. But talk about fate and destiny. Wow. You know, it, it didn't get him when the plane cracked in half right in front of him. But it got wow. him in Chicago years and years and years later. Wow. He fucking drowned. And that he contemplated crazy. while he was under the water, is this how I'm going to go? I'm going to mm-hmm. drown. Wow. And he did. That is an unbelievable story. Yeah, it's oh crazy-ass story. It it is feel, crazy. I still feel so sad. Jesus, boy. Especially such a great wow. person, right? Oh, that, my that God. Person. He was... Unco- you know what? It fits. It fits because the... The motherfuckers that are out there live to be a hundred. Yeah. And that guy, that guy was the salt of the earth. He was God's child. And man, wow, was I
0: privileged to know him and work with him. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What about that plane that uh, that landed in the Hudson a few years ago?
1: Oh, where that guy
0: Sully? Sully? Sully?
1: Yeah. How does he? How did he do mm-hmm. that? Well, he didn't really have much of a choice and he pulled it off. Oh my God. Nobody else would have pulled that off. I mean, yeah. that is
0: amazing.
1: Yeah, it is. And nobody, apparently nobody was even hurt, right? Yeah. I'm sure there were a couple of jerk offs that sued the airlines. Oh, my back.
0: You're alive. Shut up. Wow, John, what an episode. If you had to alchemize this episode, could you and how would you? I don't know if that makes sense. Well. I
1: know you can. I think, yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I think um, air travel is never going to go away, right? And um, it's, it's. I don't want to be redundant, but it's here to stay. And we, y- humanity relies on air travel. It, uh, it brings us the best of humanity, and it also brings us, Quite a few problems. How so? Well, if there's a uh, an infectious outbreak somewhere across the globe and nobody recognizes it and people are flying back and forth you know, all over the globe, now it's all over the place before anybody recognizes it. Um, it's been exploited by terrorists, whether false flag terrorism or homegrown organic But I would say everybody has to be thankful and positive. I I just wish that the agencies and the governments that control air travel would clean up the airports, try to streamline TSA. A lot of us believe that TSA kind of reminds me of 9-11 and the Patriot Act without 9-11 the Patriot Act would never exist and mm-hmm. without 9-11 or the or the underwear shoe bomber remember that guy oh, that they pulled God. off the plane Creep. turns out he was some kind of government Manchurian candidate he was you know one of those it was all in the pipeline and planned um I just air travel can be an enigma for me I I don't want to talk negative about it. I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, glorify it per se, but I love air travel. But agencies pull moves and they scare the shit out of everybody about air travel. And then if, if carbon footprints are just too big, too big to be manageable, you know, and, and there's, and if global warming is real because of carbon footprints of people. How many flights take place on this planet a day? Thousands and thousands and thousands, and it's all fossil fuel. Well, guess what? Come up with another way to fly a plane transatlantic or to Southeast Asia or from from Canada to to Florida. Uh, There's a lot of problems with it. It's an imperfect system, but I think most of us love air travel, and I think that we have to thank God for the people that become pilots and stewardesses, seriously, you know, and and I know I can't just I can't wait to get on a plane again, but I'm not going to do that until I think we are well past those little things with spikes that fly around and go up your nose, mm. or the uh, the monkeypox. Uh, what you know? So for me, homie's going to be driving around in my car, until I think we're past all that bullshit. That, look, you weren't gonna get a prayerful moment of alchemy out of me over air travel, sure. uh, other than, you know, to the creator of the universe, let air travel be safe. Okay. Let it Let it play a great, um, wonderful, enlightening role for humanity as opposed to transmitting microbes that are dangerous or or god forbid you know air accidents and and that's that's really all I want to say. I hope you all enjoyed our stories about air travel. There's more there's more but you know we try to keep these episodes a little bit you know foreshortened.
0: Save some for the next time. Yeah that's it. So
1: all right, cool. Air travel job John, see you
0: again great job thank you everybody for joining us on the jersey alchemist if you like what we're doing press follow and yeah you got to subscribe, subscribe because it helps. it helps with these
1: youtube algorithms look look subscribing doesn't cost you a thing it helps us it helps us reach more people and you know if youtube can torpedo us because we wanted to talk about healthcare, give us Give us a little boost up on. We're not asking you for money.
0: We're not selling anything. Just subscribe. Subscribe. Thank God you, bless. Till next time. Peace.